Ladies and gentlemen, you're tuned in to The Image Show on 98.3 The Vibe. It's Sunday morning, July 28th, and we've got some great guests with us this morning. We're going to start off with a guy by the name of Austin Castillo-Leovan, and he is a business owner now in the Des Moines community, and uh, we want to welcome you, Austin, into the uh, Image Show studios. Good morning and welcome, my friend. Good morning. Thank you, Robert. I appreciate you allowing me to be here. And also with us this morning, we have Mike Hardat. Uh, Mike is here, and he's doing a, a little Facebook Live uh, interviewing, but he's here with us this morning, and we want to uh, give a salute and a shout out and thank you to Mike for putting this together. So uh, thanks for coming on the show this morning, Mike. Thank you for having me, Robert. Thank you. Now, uh, before we get to uh, actually getting back to you, Mike, I want to Start off with your friend here, Austin Castile Leo Vaughn. Is that how I pronounce it? Correct. Okay. Can you tell us a little bit about uh, what you do here now after, uh, well, give us a little rundown of who you are and what you do. Yeah, most definitely. So um, part-time, uh, I work with uh, Iowa State University, and uh, I actually work in uh, urban context areas that have uh, health and education disparities, and I teach about mosquitoes. Mosquitoes, mm -hmm. okay. Correct. So we use it as a vehicle to teach kids of all backgrounds science. Okay. And you graduated from the, was it the nonprofit or the profit uh, boot camp at the Evelyn K. Davis Center for the Financial Empowerment Center? For profit. It was for profit. Yes, sir. Okay, great. Now, I want to kind of talk about that a little bit more because mm -hmm. uh, the Evelyn K. Davis Center continues to offer these programs that people are not really taking advantage of. There's a lot of dollars out there uh, that are available, and, you know, we wonder sometimes, you know, well, where is this money being spent? Well, oftentimes it's right in front of your face, and the Evelyn K. Davis Center is a prime exa example of one of Des Moines' best-kept secrets. So uh, you actually completed this program from the Financial Empowerment Center, is that correct? Correct. Okay. Tell us a little bit about that, a little bit about that experience. Yeah, so I was introduced into the program itself by uh, by Michael. Uh, first and foremost, I met with Chris, another employee of the EKD or the Evelyn K. Davis Center, and um, he filled me a little bit more, uh, filled me in a little bit more about the program and what it can offer and the benefits of it. And, you know, it was something that I needed. You know, I graduated with a geology degree from Iowa State University, and I had no clue about business, but I knew I wanted to own, own a business for myself and my family. So that's kind of made me step into the program itself. Uh, once I got into the program and saw the opportunities I could, uh, that could happen for me continuing on, you know, I just stuck with it. That's beautiful. And so it uh, sounds like you really took advantage of this program and right. all the different tools that were there. Uh, speaking of that, what are some of the tools, some of the special features, uh, some of your most favorite moments after looking back and kind of reflecting on uh, the Evelyn K. Davis's Financial Empowerment Center's uh, for-profit boot camp? Right. Yes. I mean, they teach you about a little bit about or a lot about financial literacy and uh, how to promote yourself and how to market yourself. And I think one of the biggest things, too, is just like the networking. You know, you meet all these people within your community that want to be a business owner, you know, that want to have ownership. And it's it's very eye opening and it's very empowering. And that's what I loved about being in the program itself. Good. Not to mention probably the great tasting food oh, that was catered oh yeah. in. <laughs> right. Hopefully it'll be my turn to do the same thing for the next program. 
Now, let me ask you, Austin, how would you say that your overall success has been now that you've been on your own for how long has it been? At this point, since the pro- graduating the program, it's been about four months. So uh, my success, um, we definitely have gotten better as a business and how we are going to market ourselves. We'll move through social media. So that's the best way that we'll promote ourselves and how we're going to be moving forward, you know, once we officially launch our business and getting to owning our own food truck. Sounds like uh, a plan. Uh, I think that you'll have a lot of success with that. Right. Especially in the Des Moines area. Uh, Where's your location? Uh, We're near the Riverbend neighborhood. Uh, We're out and about, but we definitely, uh, we're into like vending and catering. So depending if there's a festival or if somebody would like for us to cater there. So you're mobile. Yes, we're mobile. Yes, yes, yes. That's the best way to put it, yeah. And how long have you guys been in business? (sighs) So we were in business about six months prior to joining the boot camp. So we're, we're very fresh. Okay. You know, th- I started this right when I start, uh, graduated from, uh, from college. You know, I moved back home, moved back down to Des Moines. And, you know, to be honest, I saw my mom working hard, you know, more than w- what I would like for her to work for somebody else. Okay, and I'm sorry. So yeah. I didn't actually understand. So how long has it been since you finished the boot camp? About about four to five months. About four to five months, and yes. you started uh, your business about six months before the boot camp. Correct. Okay, so you've been in business a little over around a year, give or take. Correct. Okay. Would you say that uh, your success uh, financially uh, has increased uh, since you've opened your business progressively? I mean, in a sense that it's profitable for the future. Yeah, definitely. Great. That's good. That's important. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's very, very, very important. Yeah, there was definitely, uh, like I said, I took the opportunity to join the program and, you know, try to learn as much as I possibly could. Okay. Well, we're going to go to a quick commercial. When we come back, we're going to speak a little bit more with Austin. Uh, We're going to talk with Mike, the uh, graduate from Iowa State University. Uh, And by the way, Mike Hardat gets credit for this Uh, interview with Austin uh, because this was totally his uh, put together. So we give him uh, the salute and credit for that. We're going to go to a quick commercial. We are also going to have Sharon Jenkins from Des Moines, Iowa. Sharon Jenkins is an advocate uh, in the inner city. Uh, She's been uh, to prison in Mitchellville, and uh, she is also a family member of mine. And so uh, we're going to speak with Sharon, and we're going to speak with Mike and Austin coming up next. And we're back on The Image Show, ladies and gentlemen. We want to thank you all for tuning in. We are uh, in an exclusive interview with Austin Castillo-Leovan. Austin Castillo-Leovan, is that correct? Yes, sir. All right. And uh, Austin has completed the for-profit boot camp that's offered at the Evelyn K. Davis Center through the Financial Empowerment Center. And ladies and gentlemen, if you have never heard of these boot camps, uh, they're either for-profit or they're for for non-profit. But these are free boot camps. Uh, They pay you. uh, You qualify for a grant. I mean, you get great meals catered in. I believe that uh, there are 
overwhelming number of different contacts and uh, characters that come in uh, that are experts in the fields of grant writing to uh, just attorneys, uh, knowing bylaws, different things like that. So, I mean, there's so much there to offer. Uh, This is so important. And Austin has completed the program, and he's telling us about his story. So, Austin, uh, first of all, tell us about your business that you you currently have or that you started uh, prior uh, to the boot camp uh, that has been a success. Right. So our business is called M Nice Place and we're a food catering vending. Uh, we are hoping to move into a mobile food truck by within the next two years. And that is our plan. Okay. And uh, what kind of steps and preparations have you made to move in that direction thus far? Right. Um, it's really just rewriting the business plan. You know, since joining the program, I've gained an understanding that a business plan is in five pages. It's 15 or more. Yeah. And that was the biggest thing. And that was a big shocker to me. So, yeah. So that's that's the main thing that has been for us is to rewrite the business plan. Sure. Mm-hmm. So I want to move along over to Mike Hardat. Uh, for those of you who tuned in last week, you would have heard Mike tell a little bit about what he does through the Financial Empowerment Center and uh, a little bit about his job. He's one of the jo- or one of the uh, navigators there. And Mike, it's a pleasure to have you back with us this morning. Yeah, thank you for having me back. And thank you for giving uh, me the opportunity to get some of the clientele we work with and give them uh, a chance to voice uh, their business on your show. So thank you for that. Yeah, no problem. And uh, again, we had another great week there at the center. Uh, We continue to uh, make the numbers rise and, um, you know, continue to follow instructions. Deidre continues to uh, do a a great job of leading us. And so uh, things continue to just go great. Yeah, the uh, Evelyn K. Davis Center and the Financial Empowerment Center were making big strides in the community. Um, for those of you listening, um, just to let you know, um, Austin is from the uh, the Urban Core neighborhoods, the 50314 uh, neighborhoods, graduated from Iowa State just like me, and he didn't know what he was doing with his business and he just needed some guidance and and he got that and so if you feel like you're that same person that you have a great idea you have a business um that you already have and it just needs a little bit of uh tweaking come on into the evelyn k davis center because we have something for you um and it's all free of charge and like i said you will be you'll be blown away with the uh services that we provide so yeah and the resources i agree I agree. I, I think sometimes people think that I'm just, you know, saying this for my health. <laughs> but, you know, I continue to keep pushing the word out there and letting these people know all the different resources and opportunities that are out here. I mean, there's financial opportunity. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's uh, educational opportunity. Yes. You know, there's training opportunity. I mean, there's just so much. And so I appreciate that. appreciate having you on the show, Austin. I appreciate having you on the show with us this morning. We're going to uh, go to another break. When we come back, we're going to speak with Sharon Jenkins. And uh, Sharon's story pretty much speaks for itself. I mean, she could have been a book writer. I think that she's got multi-talents in so many different ways. And so she's going to come on the show and talk a little bit about some of her plans and some of her transformations. So we'll be right back on The Image Show. Ladies and gentlemen, we're back on The Image Show. And in the house... We have 
Sharon Jenkins Wells. Yay! All right, Sharon. Sharon is also my godmother, and her and my mother uh, were best friends growing up. And Sharon has always been very, very knowledgeable. Uh, Sharon has also been the reason that our family were able was able to have Christmas a lot of times. And so, uh, you know, we just thank Sharon, and uh, we would like to hear also about her upcoming event that she has. We're going to let her talk a little bit more about that. But Sharon, it is a pleasure to have you with us this morning. And Bob, it's a pleasure to be here. All right. So Sharon, let's first of all get started. We've got so much to cover. I mean, you have such a exciting life story. And what I mean by that, there was a lot of exciting adventures that have taken place that I can vividly remember. I can literally remember. And uh, I just, you know, I'm glad to have you in the house with us this morning. Your family. Yes, Bob. And you will always be my family. Uh, I admire you mostly. And I'm proud of what you're taking on and what you've done and in the community and how you are um making a difference. Well, thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. And so, Sharon, I want to talk a little bit about, first of all, uh, you would know what it's like to be a female, to go through prison, and uh, you knew the ups and downs, uh, all arounds. You knew some of the discriminational uh, things that took place. Uh, you were very, very knowledgeable of the law. Uh, and so, I just want to know, what was your perspective of Mitchellville Prison in Iowa? When you say it like that, I would like to say that I would address the criminal justice system in Iowa. It's not just the prison. I think the laws are um, messed up. I think that people, I've seen people in prison that had uh, nonviolent crimes that did more time than some of the ones that had violent crimes. And I'm all for prison reform. I, I call myself a prison activist also. There's things that I fought while I was inside there, and it wasn't very well accepted. You know, there was a lot of um, things that I went through personally. Right. I got a question. Were you a jailhouse lawyer? No, I'm a certified paralegal, Bobby, since 1986. <laughs> I understand Whenever that. you get through What, what I'm saying is, <laughs> uh, in prison, were you also a jailhouse lawyer? Yes. Okay. Yes, I was. Okay. I did appeals. I did uh, reconsiderations. I did, um, you know, even their some of their custody issues or things. When their children were taken away, um, I helped write letters to the pro board. I did all that, and the administration didn't like what I was doing. And that's quite natural, it seems like, uh, you know, whenever there's someone that's really trying to get ahead, mm -hmm. you know, uh, the administration is not going to look at the institution as a place to try to start a business or, you know, anything like that. So I, I know that they have their guards up with uh, situations like that. Right. I also taught several classes there uh, as an inmate. I taught and coordinated my own program, uh, Personal Development and Life Skills. And then we had, uh, uh, we did another course also where the girls participated. And it was received so well, and the administration didn't like that either. 
great. Ladies and gentlemen, you're tuned in to The Image Show on 98.3 The Vibe. And you're locked into The Image Galaxy right now. We've got Sharon Jenkins with us this morning. And she's talking about the criminal justice system. And, you know, now that we are actually on that topic, uh, because a lot of people are scared to, to really touch on that topic. And I, I would really like to kind of go there right now. Uh Sharon, we got to go to a quick commercial, but when we come back, uh, I'd like to get a little more into the topic of the criminal justice system and a lot of the unfairness versus uh, some of the different solutions and things like that. Okay, Bob, that'd be fine. We're going to go to a commercial. We'll be back after these messages. And we're back, ladies and gentlemen, on The Image Show. Today is Sunday, July 28th, all day long. And we are in an exclusive interview with Sharon Jenkins Wells. This is such a privilege to have family on the show like Sharon. Sharon, I'm just overwhelmed that uh, you're here. You know, I go back to all the memories that we've had as little kids and uh, Marlon and uh, Galen and Bipper and uh, me and, I mean, you know, my mother and, and... it was just so many great memories when I see you that I want to just say thank you for coming in. And on behalf of the Image Show, we've brought you this brand new baked cake that says, Sharon, welcome to the Image Show. <laughs> thank you, Bob. You are very welcome. Now, Sharon, we were talking about the criminal justice system. And so tell us a little bit about your experiences. I know that you get kind of uh, tenderhearted when it comes to speaking about this. So, uh, you know, but we need to know a lot about what we don't know. And I think that you could provide that. Okay, there's a lot you don't know. Um, Some of my personal experiences, I will not um, go over. And that's fine. On this show because it's deep. Sure. And it's deeper than um, for fighting for others' rights, for fighting for other inmates to have rights. Um, I paid a heavy price. And um, I'm not going to let it be untold. I I don't know if I'm going to put it in a book. I don't know just how I'm going to address these issues. But I don't think they should be forgotten. The thing of it is with our criminal justice system, we are unbalanced in the system. I mean, we see people... You know, the sentencing is not even consistent. We see um, disparity in the sentencing. We see a lot of racial, I'll say racial profiling in our system. And also the prosecutors and the uh, public defenders. Um, I don't think people really understand. I mean, they say, well, my son got accused falsely or or my daughter got accused falsely or sometimes these people are so afraid when they go up to get sentenced that they'll take the first plea agreement that comes along because they don't have faith in the jury system we've got to try to reinforce that that is so true you know we got to try to reinforce that because you know if we get a jury that is of our peers or of our, we're supposed to have that right, our constitutional right, or just say, hey, I would like these. You have that right to speak up to your attorney and tell them, okay, um, I would like to see some more Latinos or some more blacks or, or some color or somebody that can relate to what I've been through, poor or whatever. You know, I mean, they'd have a better chance. 
Ladies and gentlemen, this is The Image Show on 98.3 The Vibe. We're in a live interview with Sharon Jenkins-Wells. The topic is on discrimination in our justice system in Des Moines, Iowa. Okay, and I see, Bob, that... um They'll say Davenport, Waterloo, a lot of blacks are incarcerated, especially our men. It really hurts me because you're taking away our our livelihood, our our men's, you know, some of them are so educated in the system that, you know, and I guess, you know, this is more time for them to reflect on their lives sitting behind bars. But if you just sit there and not, not do anything, if you sit there and not try to make a positive effort, you know, it's a waste of your life. And, you know, I just would like to encourage more people, families too, don't wait until someone in your family gets in trouble. Uh, start supporting these things now. You know, don't wait to say, oh, well, my son just got arrested. But where were you five or ten years ago, you know, when, when we actually needed your help or we need a sounding board? Yes. Sharon, you know, this is so important, and I'm so glad that you're saying this. You say a lot of things that I couldn't even remember, you know, talking about uh, the different people of color, uh, people taking pleas, you know, because they've just sat so long and they want to get it over with or they're scared or they're intimidated mm-hmm. by the injustice. Yes. And so I, I completely sympathize with you and truly agree. And I think that there are different ways to address these issues though you know you have to do it very intelligently you know when you're in front of someone who has that authority right and this is where we miss the mark a lot of times is because we come with an ignorant conversation or attitude right and then the the conversation or the proposal just gets shut down out of anger more than anything right Right. so uh, how do you think as a solution you know we could uh, try to make changes in this direction? Education in all areas. Education as far as our youngsters learning about the system, learning about the consequences, you know, and the choices that we have been given and are allowed to make. I think, um, I hate to say this, but in the system, the more ignorant you are, the more respect you get from the guards because they feel intimidated too. If you come there with some knowledge or some kind of intelligence, I was the most hated person on campus. They didn't like me. When you say on campus, you mean in prison. Right. They didn't like me. I was was a threat. Uh, They tried to transfer me a couple times. I was taken out of the state a couple times. Uh, You just wouldn't believe the efforts they made to keep me from going public with what I knew. And how has that played a part in your life from a mental perspective now? I suffer from PTSD, but... um, What what is that? (laughs) Well, it's when you've been traumatized. Um, They uh, followed me everywhere I went because they wanted to see who I was talking to. And when my mother passed, um, I wanted to go to the funeral, and they made it impossible for me to go because they were afraid of who I was going to talk to. No, wait. You said they followed you everywhere you went because they wanted to see who you were talking to. Right. You mean when you were in prison, the guards did. Right. They 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 had orders to follow me. Your conversation with other inmates. Right. Other inmates were afraid to talk to me after a while. Okay. They didn't want the the drama. When I tried to file a class action suit, um, they were threatened that if they did, they would lose their paroles. Wow. Yeah. It's not. There's so many areas that 
I have found that were disturbing to me in the medical field, in the prison. It was just so much, Bob. And and the thing of it is, like I said, the more ignorant you was, oh, shit, you could get away with a lot of things. But if you come to the, come around them, they feel intimidated. If you just address certain issues, you know, um, it, it was a sad period. But at the same time, if it wasn't for God, I wouldn't have made it through. I don't think any man could endure what they put me through. Well, that's good. Sometimes you got to just be able to get it out, you know, and it sounds like, you know, just sitting here listening to you and talk to you. Obviously, uh, we haven't had a chance to talk much. And, you know, as we get older, you know, the family, you know, certain people, uh, they stick to certain cliques and, and family members. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, you know, it's, it's just good to kind of, you know, reminisce, talk to you, listen to you. I mean, it makes a lot of sense. It sounds like you're getting out a lot of grief that you had to go through. Right. And so, you know, I'm glad for that, and I'm, I'm glad to hear about your change. We want to encourage you to continue to keep praying and keep uh, putting your trust in the Lord, too, because ultimately that's the only thing that we have. That's right. So. I wouldn't have made it if it wasn't for God. I wouldn't have made it, you know. And, and the thing of it is, Bob, I made mistakes. I wasn't perfect. I'm never going to say I was perfect, that I didn't deserve that. But when they charged me as a racketeer or mobster, that was a wrong sentence, you know, and No, wait a minute. When you say they, who are you who are you speaking of? Polk County. Okay, so the Polk County District Court sentenced you to what? What was your the name of what was your I sentence? started off with a class D, but when they got through confusing the judge, it was a class B felony for racketeering. Oh wow. And racketeering is a serious charge, organized crime. And how much time is it? They gave that? me twenty five years. 25 years. Wow. Yes. Was there a mandatory imposed? No. No mandatory. Okay. No. Okay. Well, we're going to go to a quick commercial. Hey, we are really uh, in tuned and listening to some deep stuff here. Uh, my name is Robert Pate. I'm the president and founder of The Image Show and The Image Program. And we're going to go to another commercial. When we come back, we're going to speak with Sharon and talk a little bit about her event coming up and uh, kind of go from there. We'll be back. And we're back, ladies and gentlemen, on The Image Show with Sharon Jenkins-Wells. Sharon Jenkins. Okay. Where were we at? Okay, the event. So let's talk a little bit about your event coming up. Now, uh, I think that this is uh, something that a lot of fathers would be interested in. Tell us about it. Okay, Bob. Um, I was a former owner of Inner City Enterprise Incorporation, and I was only 33 at the time. And I didn't know that much about the business suave as far as what it entailed. And you got to keep focused and keep your mind on what's going on in your company or it'll run away from you. So the thing of it is, um, I took on a lot of different things, but a lot of community projects I did put on. So now I want to go back to doing something. I don't want to be idle and not contribute to what I know. And the thing I've worked lately with is fathers. Okay. Single fathers. I've worked with uh, custody issues. I've worked with uh, visiting, visitation rights and, you know, things like that. And I would like to honor these single fathers. And they don't have to be single fathers. It could be fathers that's just raising their own children, divorce, whatever. So I'm having a workshop and seminar on August 25th from 1 o'clock to 5 at the Senior Community Center on Forest Avenue. 
a light buffet will be served. I'll have honorary speakers there at the event, and we'll do a question and answer. And also, I would like to give them referrals in agencies they can go to if they have they're having you know problems. I feel really deeply about this because a lot of the fathers, it's, it's motherhood's even hard. But when you have a father that that's taking care of his own kids, taking on the responsibility of raising them, even if it's co-parent, we want to give those fathers a chance to speak. I think that that's a great idea. And I think that there would be a lot of people in support of that. Give us the time and date and information on that event again. It's August 25th from 1 o'clock to 5. And it's going to be on 20th and 4th at the Senior Citizen Community uh, Center. Okay, now is there a telephone number uh, that someone uh, who is listening right now may want to contact you or someone for, uh, more for some more information about this event? Is there a website? Is there any more information about this event? We are putting up an event. Um, there will be some event um, posters put up. Also, they can contact me at 515-336-1973. Um, I'm going to do some pretty good advertising about it because I just don't want to uh, focus on the Des Moines area, but the surrounding areas too, because I know there's fathers that are probably, you know, raising their children on their own. You know, fatherhood is important. You know, I miss my father. Um, but the thing of it is, you know, when you just have dad alone, you know, it's a hard job. So we want to give them the support and the honor. And um, I think it'll be a, a, a nice thing to do. And I want to see how the reception is. Um, uh, going to be. Now, know. Sharon, if someone wants to donate funds uh, to help support your uh, program and your event that's going on, uh, would they just call the, y- your number there? They can either call my number or email. I'm, I'll have that on. Or they can talk to you, Bob. Well, they wouldn't want need to talk to me. <laughs> they can talk to <laughs> you. Because, right. you know, that that's... Uh, I wouldn't have the information to give them or to tell them. So. But we are looking for sponsors, people that can um, help us. And at the same time, we'll be helping them, putting their banners up and stuff like that. This is sponsored uh, by, you know, whatever. And, um, you know, I just feel strongly that this is needed. And I'd hope to make it an annual event, you know. Yeah. Well, I, I think that it's definitely a wonderful idea. Mm-hmm. Now, uh I would like to see this get executed. That's uh, more of my worry is, you know, is this event going to happen? Uh, I mean, you know, I, I truly believe in all the potential, but uh, I want to make sure that uh, if there's anything that I could do to help uh, that's reasonable. Now, you know, I can't take on the whole event. No, but <laughs> I wouldn't ask you to. Uh, right. Okay. I wouldn't ask you to. I want you to understand that. Right. I, I don't think I think it speaks for itself. That um, I mean, we have different organizations putting on this matters, this matters, but I think the subject matter of the event, fathers' lives matter. You know, I think it has will have an impact in the community and outside communities. I, I agree. So, those of you listening out there, uh, if you have heard Sharon Jenkins and uh, the information, and you think that this is going to be a great event, you'd like to get involved. Uh, please feel free to give her a call. What is that number again, Sharon? 515-336-1973. And there will also be a registration fee for this event of the $15. And Okay, how do they pre-register? 
Okay, that's what we're going to set up in the next few days. Okay, so you've got to get some things together there. Yes, we still, before. you know. Okay, that's great. Well, uh, for those of you out there listening, you've got the number and uh, the information there. So uh, if this is something that you believe in, you think that you'd like to get involved in, give Sharon Jenkins a call. Moving on, uh, we're going to touch up on a little image talk to wrap up the show. We'll be back. And we're back, ladies and gentlemen, on The Image Show. Uh, I want to say thank you for tuning in this morning. That was really a a touchy interview for me because I always, uh, my mother's been about 20, uh, I can't remember how many years, but since my mother's passed away. But Sharon Jenkins is uh, someone who was always there with my mom, always made my mother laugh. You know, uh, my mom was my best friend in the world. And... Uh, Sharon was, you know, she shared a lot of those moments with us. And so, you know, I, I love uh, Sharon to death and I'm, I'm glad that she was able to come on the show and, you know, sh- I'm going to do whatever I can to support and help her whenever she needs it. So uh, moving on past that image news, we've got uh, the uh, Goodfellas basketball camp taking place next weekend. And... That is going to be a pretty nice event uh, Lou Parks puts on. He's the president and founder of Goodfellas. And I uh, would also like to send shouts out to Michael Winfrey, who continues to pass the word out in Texas. And he's been doing such a great job. Uh, Tony Mack, with his success uh, at the barbershop, he stands on his feet 10, 12 hours a day works hard for his money. He's still able to uh, live the lifestyle that he's always desired to live the honest way. So big shouts out to Tony Mack and uh, Robert Presswood, who has opened up uh, Platinum Signature now out in West Des Moines. He continues to uh, do a lot of great things. And then we've got A1 Mobile Truck and Trailer. Uh, they're the new men on the block. That's the, 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 the new news and image news. I mean, these people are going around fixing cars if you're a part of the image program for free. Uh, as long as you've got the part, they've got the mechanic. So uh, other than that, uh, we want to say thank you again uh, for tuning in. We'll have the image T-shirts available for you to purchase. And we've got the talent show coming up October 5th. Uh, We've got great things popping off all week long at the Evelyn K. Davis Center. Come on in and see us. On behalf of the image show, this is Bobby Pate saying so long and have a blessed week.